0: This is the making of Smile Oasis.
1: What's up, Jackie? How's it going?
0: Good. How are you doing, Michael?
1: Good. I was just telling you a little bit right now how California weather is getting kind of crazy. It's going to be almost like 89 and then tomorrow 50. But you guys are, how is it humid over there right now or no?
0: Actually, right now it's not too humid. It does get very humid in Florida, but right now the weather is, is really awesome.
1: That's not, how long does it stay like that for?
0: Well, the entire winter, honestly, winters in Florida are the best because, well, I'm a New Yorker, so it's a, like a good balance, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the winters in Florida, I mean, they just feel great. You have a little bit of coolness and breeze in the morning and then by noon, it's summer again. So, so that's nice. So what's the coldest it ever gets over there? Well, it depends. Now, We did have like a little cold front this year. So there were a couple days where it did hit like 50s and stuff like that. Um, But that is like few and far in between most days, like even in the winter, it's like 70 and sometimes hits 80. So if it
1: ever snows over there, it'd be like a humongous thing.
0: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Everything will probably (laughs) shut down. Like what is happening?
1: (laughs) No, 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 what is happening? I know. Yeah. But you're used to that, right? Because you you're from New York.
0: Yeah. Don't remind me about the snowstorms. Oh, my gosh. In New York, we used to have snowstorms in like May. So I'm very happy we in that situation anymore.
1: Do you ever miss it? Do you ever miss like going, I mean, being in New York?
0: I do. Well, I still have a lot of family in New York. I'm still working on, you know, forcing them to come to Florida, but, <laughs> yeah. but, um, uh, I love New York. New York is great. I mean, it's just such a rich culture there and literally everyone from everywhere is in New York. So you get exposed to everything, so many cultures, so many types of food. I mean, the food is amazing in New York. Um, but, you know, after post-pandemic, it's not quite the same. So uh, really? the costs are very high, but you don't have that New York feeling that you used to have, you know. So, but I definitely do miss all that.
1: Yeah. Like it went away, the New York feeling after the pandemic? Or what do you mean?
0: Yeah, because New York is a little, it's a little different. A lot of people are migrating away from New York now because it's just not quite the same. You know, a lot of New Yorkers are actually come to Florida, believe it or not. It's just different. You know, Broadway is not the same. The things that make New York, New York. You know, just post-pandemic, it's just not quite there. You know, Times Square, the millions of people that were there, and just having that that feeling of, you know, being on Broadway and um, just that New York experience—it's just a little bit different now. You know, the whole world is different, but especially there.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's true. Do you looking? If we're looking in the future, could you ever see yourself like I'm gonna open up a practice in New York?
0: Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. And like I said, you know, they always say like saturation. The market is like super, super, super saturated in New York. It's always been. I think I um, I used to live downtown Brooklyn and I went to a chiropractor in this building like across the street from my house. And there were literally 10 dentists in that building. <laughs> so, it's a little crazy. and I'm sure it's gotten worse, but there's tons of people there. I'm sure with anything, if you set yourself apart, then then you'll be just fine but the reason i love florida so much especially having you know two young children is just it's a lot more spacious and the the pace of life is is just a little bit more appealing
1: yeah it's isn't that a weird thing like sometimes you you'll go to a, like another place another country or something you're like i'm when i get home i'm going to live like this right like it's different <laughs> and then you get home and then you can't for some reason right like it, you go back to the normal like uh You wake up, work, go to sleep, right? Or something like that.
0: I know. That always happens. Like, if you go to this, like, you know, the islands or something like that, you're like, oh, yeah, I like this kind of pace of life, you know? Wake up, sip my coffee. And then real life happens again. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But it's weird
1: because you're like, I was living life. Like, why can't I bring it here? I don't know. That's, I've always wondered that.
0: Maybe one day we'll figure it out, Michael.
1: (laughs) I know. We gotta figure that out. That's interesting. But awesome. So, this past week, what has been going on? I know, actually, what, yeah, what has been going on? I remember last time we spoke, uh, quite a bit was going to be happening.
0: Yeah, so we did a free dump day for uh, kids last Thursday. I had a photographer and videographer fly down from New York um, this past weekend also, and he's amazing. If you, uh, he travels now, he he's like a uh, big shot now, but if you guys are in New York and you need a videographer, he's the best in the game. Like I, I love this guy and he came and did some segments for us for like patient education videos and some lifestyle shots for, for some Instagram reels. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that.
1: That's cool. How much was, uh, who is the, this guy?
0: Yeah, his name is Vilo. Um, I can actually send you his information, Velo Films. He actually, I found him a few years ago and, you know, I'm the type of person, once I love some you know, someone's service. Like I stick for life. So I think I actually found him for one of our birthday parties do videography. And then he ended up doing all my baby showers. He ended up doing like just so many things for us. Um, and then, you know, I thought, you know, who better to contact than than him when, um, I opened my practice because he's, he's kind of been rocking with me the whole time and his work is amazing. So I'm super excited to see the outcome.
1: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, I, if you could send us that information that way we can like check out his stuff, you know what I mean, in the show. Yes. Well. But okay, so he flew down for now really quick. When you pay for a photographer like that or videographer, do you have to pay for like their flight and everything, hotel, all that stuff or no?
0: Yeah, I yeah, usually you do. Um so I paid for his flight and hotel down here.
1: Okay, so in total, how much would you say that all was, including like the the sessions?
0: I mean, he gave me a little bit of a <laughs> like a little bit of family and friends because I've been with him for so long. But he usually just gave me an idea. The flight from New York, for some reason, it was a little bit expensive when I booked it. Um, that flight and hotel was about 700 ish. Um, but again, if you plan ahead, then you can go on Expedia and find that for like probably half the price, depending on where you are. If you're in New York, you don't have to worry about it at all. But also the services themselves, I believe he charges 500 for a reel each reel but honestly his prices were great because i had contacted some local companies who were charging definitely more than that and and their work wasn't as like on trend and edgy as his like i really love his edits and it's not just like a cookie cutter kind of video you know
1: yeah now it's 500 per like what do you mean by real like per instagram reel or like
0: yeah per instagram reels, So you can utilize that on instagram tiktok so it's like a promotional video. But instead of the horizontal format, I actually had a local guy do a horizontal format video for us. We put it on our website and YouTube. But a lot of now people are like, a lot of people are actually on their cell phones most of the day, most of the time. And what really is is on trend right now is having those vertical videos. So um, those like being reels or being TikTok videos. Um, so he shot everything in vertical mode this time. So He did a couple of lifestyle, like day in the life of a dentist, like what that's what that's like. Me walking into the office, preparing for the patient, showing those patient comfort amenities in the process and also just some educational, uh, some educational material. So like, is is Botox right for you? Is Invisalign right for you? And what is it? What's a root canal? How do you know you need one? So I did like a few different segments and he just kind of put all that together for me.
1: I didn't know. I would have never thought that somebody charges like, like. I don't know. To me, Jackie, I feel like I was like, oh, my gosh, 500 for 15 seconds.
0: Well, he like, again, I didn't pay exactly what (laughs) what the standard is. So the reels are usually like a like a minute long. Um, Oh, okay. But yeah. So his actually was kind of on the affordable side because a lot of these companies, they were charging upwards of, you know, 700, 800, stuff like that. And also the ones that are like promotional or educational videos. Those are not edited reels. So we just worked out a package that worked for me and we just did all those Q&As and I can kind of break them up on my own to do different reels. So he didn't charge me for each of those questions. It's just like we did one long video and that one is unedited and I'm going to break that up into patient education for different dates of the week. Okay. So
1: how many, if you don't mind me asking, how many reels did you get done?
0: So I think we end up doing, he did one um, showing like the office tour, just showing all our technology and, you know, the amenities and everything like that. He also did the day in the life lifestyle one. And then we did the long one that's unedited that will be used for patient education, for our TikTok, for our Instagram. And that I can utilize for like months to come, years to come and like splice those things together, you know?
1: Yeah. So then in total, it was how much? Like, you know, how much?
0: Yeah, he charged me like, um, you know, total regular price versus what he charged me. <laughs> yeah. but, but I think I ended up paying him like eleven hundred for everything. Oh, okay. But again, if you guys are contacting him, it's probably just gonna be whatever his regular rates are because he literally like films celebrities. So. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So, so yeah, so his he's price gonna. Have changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. Uh... Everybody's gonna contact him, but "Hey, give me Jackie's price. Give me Jackie." Yeah,
0: he's been like, "Oh no." <laughs>
1: what you saying, Jackie? No, but that's good. Good for him, man. I'm happy for him. Like that, he's you know what I mean, making it, making it happen, and and doing this. So, was he there for the free dental day too, or no?
0: No, he wasn't. He just actually he's back in Orlando today because he's filming an um another like conference that they're doing, but um. He wasn't there for that, but he's just he's just awesome. So if you guys are interested, I'll actually, yeah, I'll send Michael the information. So if you guys are in New York or even if you if you want to fly somebody down to do something like that, he's just super down to earth and he's great at what he does.
1: VLO, you said, right?
0: Mm-hmm. VLO films.
1: V Films. V V E E L O?
0: V E L O.
1: Oh, uh, V uh, Films. Okay, gotcha. I was gonna look at his Instagram right real quick. But um That's awesome. So then break it down to me. How was your free dental day?
0: Yeah. So we've like promoted in like some of the mom groups on Facebook. And um, I also know part of this mom's app called Peanut. I don't know if you've heard of it, (laughs) but um, it's an app for like Mm -hmm. for moms to like meet friends or to talk about like common things you're dealing with with your children, whether it's teething, whether it's other things. So we actually have different groups based on our geographic location. So like I went and also, you know, told the moms about it in like the Orlando area groups. And I held like a pod. So they call it pod. This is kind of like a podcast, but not really It's like a talking session. And um, just answering people's questions about their children's dental health. And um, then I let them know about the event. So it was great as a promotional as well. Okay, cool. In
1: total, in total, how much would you say you spent on your free dental
0: day? Oh, spent? I, would, I wouldn't say anything. Really, our time. Really just our time, to be honest with you, because it's just like stuff we would have been doing anyway, right? We would have been in the office anyway. And it was just a nice way to kind of bring awareness to our business, but also just, just give back. Just give back and also just connect with our community.
1: Yeah. Were you able to get a lot of new patients out of this or No.
0: It wasn't a lot. And I think that it's probably because um, what I would do next time, and I definitely want to do it again because I really love, you know, giving back in that way. I think we would just market a little bit earlier. I think if we did like a a week or two earlier, I think we would have got a bigger turnout. But, you know, helping it, anybody is is wonderful for me. So I'm super happy we got to do it. And, um, and, you know, this way we got to to meet a lot of people.
1: That's good. That's really, really good. And then I know... Last time we spoke, you were in, uh, not a debate, but like a dilemma of either getting care stream scanners. Oh yeah, or... I haven't figured that out yet. He's <laughs> <Is that> ever... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. gotta figure it out, man.
0: <laughs> Honestly, it's like a blink of an eye. I feel like we we're just hopping on the podcast, and now it's later. I don't know. It's like... I
1: know. Hey, to be honest with you, 100. percent Like, I never know how. F- I never knew how fast time flies until I started podcasting. Because I'm like, oh, we have to. Again, it's next week. It's, hap- it's already happening. It's here. So, but yeah, you're right. Did you ever figure out if you're going to go with the SEO guy?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, so I am going to go with him. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but I but I will one day at a time. But I definitely do want to go with him.
1: This guy. So then the free dental day went really good. Anything else happened uh, during this
0: week? Well, <laughs> a little craziness. So we have a couple of new team members starting this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so my assistant, could not handle being a assistant. She actually quit. Remember we talked about experience versus not experience and I learned, but it's okay. Um, she wasn't experienced in dental, super great girl. Like I really, you know, think the world of her and she's going to be like, she's studying to be a nurse. So she's going to be an amazing nurse one day, but you know, dental, assisting is a hard job. And it's like so many little things to remember. She's just like, I just don't think I can, can remember all these things. And she was a perfectionist. So she's just like, I don't think I can remember all these things. And it really bothered her when she made mistakes and stuff. So so she couldn't handle it. But we have some new team members starting this week with a little bit more experience. We actually have an expanded function dental assistant who started um, yesterday and she's been doing great.
1: So the the dental assistant quit?
0: She did. She did. She couldn't handle it. And I understand. It is, it is what it is. You know, I still think she's amazing and she's going to be great at what she does. But she was not used to dentistry at all. It was her first like, stepping foot into it and she was willing to try it. But remember, I told you she would originally actually apply for front office. So, you know, she didn't really know what she was kind of getting into. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. So it's, is it Ray, Raina?
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Man.
1: Um, yeah. Okay. So then why did you, how did you handle it when she came up to you? Were you kind of surprised or were you more like, I kind of saw it or no?
0: Um, no, the thing is, is like, hmm, I feel like, you know, the training was going well and everything like that. But again, you know, you see she would get kind of down on herself and, you know, it's not for everybody. Being a dental it's is not for everybody, especially if you didn't even intend to really, um, apply for that position in the first place. <laughs> so, um, so that's okay. You know, the thing is, is like, okay, what do I do as a business owner? The next, very next day you have to start looking. So I didn't have time to really process it. I was just like, okay well um back to the drawing board so I like did my photo shoots did interviews and <laughs> yeah this is what it is you just gotta roll with the punches and um you have to like keep it moving because now I got you know I have team that I'm responsible for uh patients that I'm responsible for and um bills to pay so, <laughs> gotta yeah. pay so we gotta keep rolling
1: <laughs> what did the rest of your team say were they like oh no or were they just kind of like oh yeah
0: well, we we all really liked her. I don't want to discuss it too much because, you know, for her privacy and everything. But we all really liked her. You know, the team, they're all great girls. So, so many wonderful ideas. Like I said, she's going to be an amazing nurse one day. Um, we were really surprised by it. But at the same time, it's not going to be for everyone. So that's totally fine. I would support her in, any, in anything she does in her future. So, that's good. so it was well with the rest of the team. Yeah. So Who's the new person you hired? Yeah. So we hired someone else who is an expanded function dental assistant. we actually also had an intern start this um, this week. So she's going to be like cross chained as well, hoping to, as we grow, um, you know, expand her into a, pos- a full position as well. But she will be doing front and back and kind of just like learning and training along the way. So we have a couple of team members.
1: How did you find both the intern and the dental assistant, the expanded, the, yeah.
0: Yeah. So the expanded functional assistant actually had a, applied. It's so funny because I had an ad on Indeed and it just kept rolling. Even when I hired my team, it just kept going and they would just send me like uh, messages like, oh, yeah, new application for dental assistant, new application for, um, for an office. And I would ignore them. And then after a while, I was like, OK, Indeed, I don't need this to be open anymore. I have my team. And then the very next day she quit. <laughs> it's so funny. But anywho, um, she wait. Do a, they
1: still charge you for that? Every time the ads up or no, they don't charge you?
0: I think not this particular one, not this oh. particular one. It was a, another one they were charging for. Um, but she actually had applied probably like three days beforehand. So I called her up. I called a couple of people and she was super pleasant on the phone. And at this time, I was like, OK, I need someone with experience because, you know, kind of kick myself in the foot a little bit. With that. We tried it and it didn't work. It's OK. But, you know, um, I thought this time and I talked to my husband about it and he was like, this time you need someone who knows, like who knows to take the x-rays and you don't have to take the x-rays on all the patients, you know, who knows how to take x-rays, who knows how to um, the basic terminology for dental so that at least even if they need to learn and be trained, they at least have the background that they won't feel flustered or won't feel like, oh, my gosh, what's a cabotron? Oh, my gosh, what's what's this? What's that? That pressure is off because they have that basic knowledge, you know? Um, so when I actually had her, we did a phone interview. Like I always do, the phone screen first, and then I had her come in actually on Monday. Wasn't Monday? I think it was Monday for the interview. And you know, it was at the end of the day. And um, okay, no one's here. Do you want to? You know, I won't put you on the spot. Do you want to take some X-rays on me just to make sure she had? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like she knew how to do everything, and she did great. And I was like, okay, okay, this is awesome. Um, but she's super sweet, great personality, and she has experience. So I think this is what and I know we kind of talked about it. I think you may have mentioned it to me too. Like, do you wanna have everybody with no experience? But um <laughs> But um it's good now we have someone with a with some dental background. Yeah. Cause
1: I feel like I mean I could be wrong, but I mean like I feel like when you're a startup, you kinda want someone, right, with experience. But then once I think you're like, let's just say Jackie, you've been open for like, I don't know, like Five years, right? And somebody leaves or something like that. Then you bring on someone, you're like, you know what, I can I could train someone. You know what I mean? Once like systems are in place, things are rolling, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what it was. Um, I think it is very important to have someone now I say so because, you know, I mean you you don't know until you know, right? So while she was, you know, super fast learner and I was teaching everything, there's just so much to know in terms of being a dental assistant. Like you really don't think about it because like from my perspective, I'm a dentist and I've been practicing dentistry for a while. So every little terminology and, and thing, you know, I think is simple, but it's not. It's not to someone who's just learning. Right. So it's good to have someone with that background knowledge and, and kind of grow from there. So she still needs some training in certain areas, but that's anybody. You start a new job, you need training in certain areas. Um, but she has all the background knowledge and and the um, expanded functional assistant um, certification. So that's good as well. Yeah, that's super, super good. Awesome. So
1: that kind of leads me into like the the topic for this episode. Yeah. That's systems. All the systems that you've implemented and will be implemented. So right now, talk to me about one of the main systems that you feel like for you, you're like, oh my gosh, because of this, I can see the needle moving.
0: Yes, yeah, systems. I think um, I'm always a firm believer in like morning huddles. So we've been, we definitely incorporated morning huddles. You know, I love them because they keep everyone on the same page. So like we start the day and it's like, okay, um, this patient is coming in. What are their preferences? So um, I told you we have these like preference sheets when a patient, you know, fills out their new patient paperwork. So (laughs) we find out what music they like, what beverages they like, um, what concerns they may have put on their, um, you know, their flex forms and everything. And we just make sure we all, you know, if it's a nervous patient, okay, so here's how we handle this patient, you know. You know, we want to reassure this patient. We want to definitely listen to their concerns because they've had some fearful experiences in the past. It just puts everyone on the right page in terms of how to approach our patients and how to kind of customize their experience. So I really love the morning huddle and I think that, that that's like my number one.
1: The main like thing that I a hundred percent agree with that. When it comes to like how long are your morning huddles and does every single employee in the future, would they have to be there or just team leaders? Like, how do you envision that?
0: Yeah. So I um what I'm used to is having everyone there um, from my previous like associateships and everything. I think it's important for everyone to be there um, because you know, like I said, it just keeps everyone on the same page. Even, for instance, if our esthetician has a patient for a facial, I mean, there's I don't know if I'm using the right word, but cross pollination of like <laughs> there's a crossover of patients on the beauty side to the either facial aesthetics or they may be looking for a dental home, right? So it's important to know, okay, so that patient's coming from your chair. If they're also doing a dental exams with us, what is the flow like in terms of moving that patient over to the dental side? So so it just keeps everyone on, on the same page if we're all a part of it.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Do you discuss like... I'm, I'm pretty, I mean, I don't know. Like, Do you guys discuss goals and do you discuss like, okay, this is the revenue we made or our collection, production, things like yeah, that?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to ease them into that because again, it's so, it's so much to learn, like even from the front end, the back end, all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to ease them into that idea. So now we are talking finances because it is important, <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about like attainable goals. So what are our team goals? And um, what do we have to do to collectively as a whole to kind of like, work towards those goals. So we do have financial goals, but instead of saying like a huge number every month, what we do is we actually break it down. How many new patients would we like to see this month? And we actually um, do the whiteboards. We've implemented whiteboards. So we say for new patients, we'd like to see, for instance, like we'll like to see 30 new patients a month. And then every day during morning huddle, we track that. So while we're under that target, it's in red marker. And when we see that target, it's in a green marker. So we have like a visual indication of what we're doing and how close we are to our goals. So it's the same with like how many new patients we want to see, how many crowns would we like to do, how much clear liner cases would we like to do, root canals, fluoride treatments, et cetera. And I think doing it that way really makes it attainable to the team. It's easier to see a number like 10 than like a number like, 80,000, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. So then uh, you kind of like reverse engineer it then, right? You, you say 30 and then you're like, okay, how many in a week do we need to see for that? How many in the next three days? Right. Like that type of thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, right now we're not like you know, super slammed to the walls with patients. Um, But it's a great opportunity to talk about like when a patient does come in, okay, how can we we got our patient here? How can we make their experience exceptional, really tailored to them and give them the time and dedication that they need so that they can one, convert for same day treatment, right? And then also come back to see us again. So so we actually also work those things out in the whiteboard sessions and, and the morning huddle. Gotcha. So then how long are the morning huddles? like 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, that's
1: good. And does, yeah. are you the first one in the office or in the practice normally, or does like every employee have a key?
0: No, just, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about everyone having a key, but I do have the front office. She has the key and she comes in about a half an hour before our start time. And the rest of us come in 15 minutes before our start time or 15 to 20 minutes beforehand to have the morning huddle.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Nice. And then talk to me about the systems that maybe you might have implemented or a protocol or something for downtime.
0: Yeah. So um for downtime, we we definitely have like a little checklist. I'm still working on it, but we have a checklist. Um for one, it's like make sure that no one else needs help. So just seeing how you can contribute in other areas for someone else. Also a great thing to do during downtime is to like work on our social media. Um so Kayla's actually really good at designing things. So she's been working on like Canva and designing like flyers for us and posts for us. And um, she's really super good at that. So um, she's been designing some flyers for us to hand out to local schools and stuff for them to actually give out to the parents and let them know we're, we're taking new patients for, you know, for families.
1: Gotcha. Okay. That's good. And then there's, does anybody do like for downtime, like marketing or anything like that like ground marketing or stuff or no
0: yeah actually this morning we had like a morning patient cancel i'm all for ground marketing <laughs> like i love it so we had a morning patient cancel and i think our 8 a.m canceled and we had a a 10 30 coming in so our 8 a.m canceled so we like i was like you guys want to go on a field trip <laughs> we, just, we just went on a field trip we were, like walking walking downtown maitland and stuff and um Went to some like local gyms in the area. We're like, hey, let's target the local gyms. Went to local gyms in the area. Um, shout out to your podcast episode uh, for marketing podcast. I, I listened to one where the doctor's talking about going to the gyms and everything and how that was like super awesome for his practice. So we did that and we actually scheduled a couple of events with some local gyms and Pilates and yoga studios. So that was exciting.
1: Not see, that's what it's like. That's what you got to be doing right there. Yeah. Jackie. Like, seriously. like. <laughs> Being in part of the, and for anybody listening, like guys, gyms are huge. Like when it comes to uh, like these events and freebies, like you can get so many people from gyms. But yes, I I like that. I like that you guys like took initiative and and went out there. Do you see in your team anybody who's kind of like, oh, I can, when we get really busy, I can see them taking over this, like accountability wise, like going out maybe a couple times out of the month, ground marketing? Or, and do you see people who are like, oh, this is not in their wheelhouse? They're, really reserved or shy or?
0: Well, it depends. You know, everyone has a different personality in my team. So yeah. I definitely, we, you know, we have some shy people who probably won't take the lead on that. Like excellent at what they do, um, but just don't, you know, like as personalities don't seek leadership roles, you know. Um, so that may not be the best. Um, but definitely, you know, Kayla is super, super outgoing. Um, She's a high eye. So we talked about that last time. she's super outgoing, super personable and can really connect with people. So can really get people excited about certain things, like if we're doing an event or something. So, so she's always great to go. Actually last week we had a, a, a couple minutes of downtime, probably like an hour of downtime for the esthetician. Um, I was with a patient, but Kayla and the esthetician, they actually went out and um, talked to some local like schools in the area and daycares and, and got some connections for that as well. So they were definitely really good at that when they went.
1: That's awesome. I like that. I like that a lot. So keep that vibe going. You know what I mean? Like keep it where they're like, yeah, let's go and, and do it. Um,
0: yeah. And they're th- great sports about it.
1: Yeah. I think that's super important, especially like if people are willing to do it, like go out and, and ground market. Then that's going to be like a thing where, I mean, always like if somebody comes in like, hey, just let, let you know we do this throughout the you know month if there's downtime and, you know what I mean? Or whatever. in Our marketing.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So so I think that's really a powerful tool. So we'll definitely be incorporating lots of it.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. When it comes to your patient experience, what's the systems you guys have for that? Like, okay, let's just say they come in and then now what happens, right? Oh, like, yeah. It, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So we definitely want to make them feel like they're the star of the show. So we want to really... Before they come in, we know everything that they have at least verbalized on those flex forms. We customize our flex forms to ask a lot of like very specific kind of questions. We make sure we know what those answers are before they come in. So when they come in, say say her name is like, I would say, okay, let's just say Jackie, right? <laughs> and Jackie walks in, we're expecting her. So we're like, oh, hi, Jackie, we've been awaiting you. We're so happy to meet you and all that. Um, And even before that point, when that patient's walking in, we're making them feel special. So just we're excited to meet you, you know, edifying each other at all times. So Dr. Jackie's going to take great care of you. Um, Here's our patient amenities, you know, to make you feel more at home, to make you so comfortable. So even in those conversations before the patient coming, just to kind of relax them and and let them know that it's going to be like a family type environment here. And then when they come in, knowing their name, greeting them when they first walk in with a warm smile, and standing up to greet them—the one thing I hate about some dental offices and some places in general is that sometimes they don't even look at you. You know, they don't even look at you. They just say, "Oh, have a seat," or "What's your name?" Okay, and check you in. You know, <laughs> so I hate that feeling. And um, it's really like part of our core values to provide that that one to one interaction with our patients. So. Kayla's excellent at that. So when the patient comes in, oh, honey, you know, Jackie, we've been awaiting you. Um, We're so excited to take care of you today. Uh, We're so happy you found us and you're going to be right at home here. And then, you know, once the patient, usually our patients fill out the paperwork ahead of time. Because Flex has been really awesome about, you know, getting that out to the patients. Most of them do it. Like I would say like 98% of them. So usually when they come in around the time of their appointment. We're like ready for them because we're not super high volume. So once the patient's ready to go back, in open dental, you can change the status of the appointment. So Kayla will put that the patient is here. And then when the patient is ready to come back, the color will change. So that's the cue for our, our dental assistant to come to the front. And we actually have like a little cove with our logo, right? So she comes to that area and then we do a warm transfer. So she doesn't just come to the waiting area and say, okay, next, or say, Jackie, you know, it's a warm transfer and establishing trust. So Kayla then says, OK, um, Jackie, here is so-and-so. She's going to take wonderful care of you. Um, she's going to listen to your, your, your concerns and answer your questions. And she'll be taking your x-rays today and getting you all prepared for your visit today. You know, but really edifying the assistant in the process and handing off that patient as if you care and everything. Well, you, you do care, but handing off that patient, you know, showing them that you care, And that you trust the person that they're going to be taken care of by. And then so the patient goes back with the assistant and the assistant, the first thing is to connect with that patient. Another thing that I've seen and I've seen in the past is assistants who don't talk to their patients, Mm -hmm. you know, just take their x-rays and go about their routine and then bring the doctor in. Um, it's really important for us here and all of the team members are like super outgoing, which is nice. Um, but it's important to, you know, smile through that mask and really connect with your patient first. So dental assistant connects with the patient, finds out more about them and say, okay, Mrs. You know, Jackie, um, you already have the music playing if I wanted reggae. She's like Jackie, is this reggae music still okay for you today? Cause we already know she likes reggae, right? Mm-hmm. And Jackie, um, would you like a LaCroix lime? Is that still your beverage of choice? And then um, we have a couple amenities here for you. Here's what we're going to do today. Would you like a warm blanket while you're waiting? And just having that fluid conversation, getting to know the patient, and also offering our amenities and providing, you know, just putting their comfort at the top of your priority list. Um, also, Jackie, are there any things you would like to me to mention to Dr. Jackie? Like, are there any things that, any concerns that you have, any areas that are bothering you? anything you want me to share with her and I can relay that information to her. And then, um, you know, obviously just communicating that with me. And then um, once me and the assistant go back into the room, asking the permission from the patient to share that information and then relaying that information to me. So it's really just this series of just knowing what kind of things to, that will personalize that patient's visit, catering to their needs, and also establishing trust and warm transfers throughout the entire process.
1: Got gotcha. you. That's a really, really good patient. Uh, and you're right, 100%. I hate it when people, you walk in and then like they expect you to go to them and say hi and then be like, hi, I'm here for an appointment. You know what I mean? Instead of you getting up, I uh, worked for a practice like that where the lady, she, she never, our front office never got up to say hi, never said hi. She was just like doing her numbers the whole time and on the insurance. <laughs> right. And so right. people, and people complained about it, but then she's like, she would just give, up, give the excuse like, that's just not who I am. Right. And I'm like that. No. <laughs> Why well, you shouldn't be at the front desk. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. Anyways, but it, it sounds like a, like the patient experience, like on lock, on point, you know what I mean? What you guys got going. We're, on. we're
0: trying. We're still new, you know, but we're, we're really trying. And I think the most important thing is that we keep connection first with the patient. And then I think that, you know, even if we make mistakes here and there, like we keep connection as top priority and really um, tailoring our visits for our patients, then, uh, then hopefully they'll love us enough to come back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they will. They will. It's going to be good. Yeah. And then at the same time, one of the, I guess the last things I want to talk about systems is how does the end of day protocol kind of look? And also, oh yeah, this is one of the last ones. We'll also discuss it on, but like, well, how does the end of the day look?
0: Yeah. So end of the day, wrapping up the day, we make sure, uh, Obviously, we have certain systems in place that are automatic, but for instance, we look at the day, the next day, and we have patients on the schedule that maybe didn't fill out their new patient paperwork or didn't confirm, then we, you know, then we give them a call, then we say, we're so excited to meet you. Um, we want to know you had, we're excited to see you tomorrow at 3 p.m. We wanted to know if you had any questions for us, you know, and obviously that's an opportunity to to not give them that that out to cancel, but if they really did want to cancel, they can. But you're just showing that you care and that you're opening that that doorway for them to ask additional questions. Right. So we do that. We make sure that, you know, all those patients are contacted who have not confirmed or who have not filled out their patient forms. We check our emails. We check our, you know, our to do list. Like we have this like whiteboard that we write our to do list for the day. We just make sure everything is checked off in that respect. Um, we also just review what, what procedures we've done for the day to make sure everything was appropriately walked out and, you know, patients were charged appropriately. And, uh, you know, we check our notes and everything and and we wrap up the day.
1: Okay, that's good. And then what's the systems that you or maybe you have implemented or maybe you haven't yet that you will implement for like your performance reviews, like monthly performance reviews or quarterly? Are they going to be yearly? How are you keeping track of, of all that?
0: Yeah, I'm going to do, I know we talked about this a little bit before. I think I'm going to do quarterly reviews every few months. You know, I haven't really, I haven't really mastered that yet. I'm sure we can touch on that again, but I haven't 100% figured that out. But definitely performance markers as in like, you know, how do you contribute to our team goals? Um, Whether you come to work on time, you know, um, whether you have a pleasant um, interaction with, with others, like with the patients, you know, the, what patient feedback have we gotten? What feedback, you know, how do you interact with the team as a whole? Also, you know, at those reviews, asking how our leadership support is. Am I supporting you in the way that you need to be supported? You know, are there some additional things that you need from me in terms of training? And, you know, how do you feel your performance is as well? So they can kind of like, we can see what, what their perspective is on, on their performance as well, not just what my perspective is.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. And that makes me think of, of like myself, too. Like, I think like, oh, yeah, I should probably ask, like, what do you guys need for me? You know what I mean? Because a lot of the times it's true, like uh-huh. the team gets tired of hearing all the time, like, this is what I need. This is what I want to see you guys do. And I mean, in a nice way, but you know what I mean?
0: Look, it's a two way street, to be honest. And, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, yes, you know, at the end of the day, yes, I'm running the practice and I'm a dentist, but it's it's all about interpersonal relationships and it's really a two-way street. It's like, how are you doing as an employee, but how am I doing as, as a leader too? Because that affects your performance.
1: Yeah, 1000%. Awesome. So then what's next? What's coming up next this week, uh, Jackie?
0: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we're still uh, still doing more ground marketing. Next week, we actually are going to this, uh, it's called Bomb Bar. It's like a bar classes. I haven't heard about it, but it's kind of like, I don't want to mess it up, but kind of like Pilates, kind of like, you know, one of those kind of classes. Mm -hmm. And we're actually setting up next Wednesday for a couple hours um, during her busiest time of the week. And we're going to have people sign up. We're going to have a table out there with our information, with promotionals. We're going to have like giveaways. So probably do some sort of giveaway for um, free teeth whitening or a giveaway for some sort of you know, dermal filler or something like that because of the population that'll be at that event. And also we're going to have our esthetician there doing express mini facials, like 15-minute facials for those people who sign up. So when you come out of your class, you come to our table, you chill with us and you get an express facial. And then we schedule you for an appointment, hopefully. So... We actually did that at some apartment building a couple of weeks ago. We got so many patients from that. I can't even tell you. So I just want to duplicate that a thousand times. Though.
1: <laughs> That's gonna be awesome. I know. I know it's gonna to continue. To, I, I know you're gonna to continue to scale. So like, it's gonna be pretty awesome. I'm sad. How you? No, like you uh, imagine. Oh not, my um,
0: god, Michael.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be good, Jackie. It's gonna be really, really good. So. We're excited to hear that for the next upcoming episode. And in the next episode, I think we're going to be talking about um, how you, your whole breakdown of your first day. So get ready for oh, that. Oh, nice.
0: All then, right. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So then, Jackie, sign is out.
0: You're listening to the making of Smile Oasis.